Hello, you're listening to a podcast from Radio Maria, a Christian voice in your home. Radio Maria is a 24-7 Catholic radio station broadcasting online via our app, Radio Maria Play, and on DAB in an increasing number of areas. You can follow us on social media. And if you enjoy this program, please do click like and subscribe to us on your podcast provider. Radio Maria relies entirely upon listener donations. We have no other sources of funding, so please do consider supporting us with a monthly or one-off donation so that we can continue to keep providing great programming free at the point of access. To donate or find out more, visit us at radiomariaengland.uk. Hello, you are listening to Radio Maria, and this is Father Toby with your word for today. And we're going to begin today with the first reading from today's Mass, which is taken from 2 Corinthians chapter 1. I swear by God's truth, there is no yes and no about what we say to you. The Son of God, the Christ Jesus that we proclaimed among you, I mean Silvanus and Timothy and I, was never yes and no. With him it was always yes, and however many the promises God made, the yes to them all is in him. That is why it is through him that we answer Amen to the praise of God. Remember it is God himself who assures us all and you of our standing in Christ and has anointed us marking us with his seal and giving us the pledge, the spirit that we carry in our hearts. Are you a hypocrite? Probably, and by the standards of the world to Christians, definitely, because that tends to be the standard that says, if you profess something and are not entirely consistent in your actions with what you profess, then you're a hypocrite. The world wants to tempt us with its accusations of hypocrisy to say, better to lower the bar than to be a hypocrite. I think the devil likes this plan. The devil also likes the plan where you say to yourself with oh so great humility, well, I'm just a sinner like everyone else. And so the gap between what you profess and what you do doesn't cause you any problems. You're so humble that you've ceased to be magnanimous. You've ceased this desire to do great things for the Lord. You'll settle for the comfort of sin and the knowledge of God's love. You've started to become presumptuous, presuming upon God's mercy. As I said, the devil likes this plan too. Now, obviously, these two extremes are neither of you. You're living in the knowledge of your sin and the recognition that with God's grace, nothing is impossible and that God does not ask the impossible. But I think this train of thought is at least one way of entering into what St. Paul means in that opening line of today's reading. I swear by God's truth, 
there is no yes and no about what we say to you. Um, but I think in today's church, there is very much a yes and no um, in our response to what God says to us and some confusion in our thinking about how God actually speaks to us and whether in fact he continues to speak to us through his church. I'm reviewing a, a book for the publication at the moment called The Way and it's uh, a book on the state of Catholic Britain based on the most comprehensive survey done of Catholics in the last few decades. And there's a lot of bad news in there, not much of it unexpected. But there are some real bright notes too. One striking thing, though, is just how many Catholics go with the culture on what we might call the difficult or hot-button issues, abortion, contraception, divorce and remarriage, all the obvious things. But the good news, the bad news was on a, on a bigger scale than I expected, um, but the good news is that whilst there are far fewer young Catholics than would have once been the case, those who have remained have become a creative minority, far more likely to say yes and yes to everything than the generations older than them. They are becoming truly salty Christians, as today's gospel talks about, encouraging us not to become like salt that has lost its saltiness. It is not possible to say yes to the church and yes only to some of her teachings. That is yes and no. That is really just liking the church for the areas, for the teachings in which she affirms me in what I already believe. One of the things I really realize that I need to do a lot more on is to go deeper in my study and understanding of the theology of the church and then to preach more about not just what it means to belong to the body of Christ, but more about what it means to be obedient to the head of the body and to see how the Holy Spirit works through the magisterium of the church to guide the church and preserve her from error in her teaching. But even without the depth that I want to go into, I think we can still see something of the point Newman was getting at, St. John Henry Newman, when he was speaking of the difference between private faith and divine faith. And I think this can also help us see some of the ways in which we say yes and no at the same time. Private faith, which for Newman always becomes private judgment, says that I am the ultimate arbiter of what is true. And simply that the church has managed to get it right about some things, but some things that were hugely controversial at one stage in history or another. For example, the divinity of Christ. But for those who have private faith, faith is not ultimately in God and what God has revealed. But ultimately, faith is placed in me. Faith is placed in my judgment of what is true. It means that I never actually have faith in the church. Rather, I simply happen to believe that the, the church gets some things right, but the church doesn't have any real claim over me. The church simply presents propositions for my belief, but because I do not believe in the church, these do not compel. They are simply propositions. And I imagine that for a number of people even listening now, the idea of 
compelling belief well that might cause a certain revulsion and certainly the revolting behavior of some of those entrusted with teaching authority in the church well that has massively eroded the trust that might compel belief but trust is closer to what we're talking about do we believe as christians that god has spoken to his people do we believe as Jesus said, that he will not leave us as orphans? Do we believe that he wishes us to have some certainty about what is right and wrong? Or is it really always just up to the individual? Is goodness always really just a matter of my opinion? Ultimately, is it all relative? Without the church being divinely instituted, and having some real authority here and now, it becomes a merely social institution, and individualism and relativism quickly follow. You only need to look at the Reformation churches for how that happens when the church rejects any idea of a simultaneous supernatural and natural being. You see what happens when the church believes itself to be purely social. Most of the difficult beliefs require some courage or death to self to live out. The church needs a lot more of both of these right now. Salt is spoken of in today's gospel. I think we might think of the salt in one way as the Holy Spirit teaching through the church. That salt can be unpalatable at occasions. But without it, we cease to have our saltiness, and we cease really to be Christian. And so having spoken about the church, I want to now play the hymn, uh, Rock of Ages, uh, sung by uh, page, uh, I think it's 66, it's in Roman numerals, uh, CXVI, quickly off the top of my head, I think that's 66. But uh, I mean to look that up afterwards. It's a while since I did my Roman numerals.
This was a Radio Maria podcast. If you enjoyed it, do please click like and subscribe on your podcast provider or leave us a review. Every bit of feedback helps increase our visibility and allows us to reach more people with the message of Christ's saving truth. And if you don't already, you can listen to Radio Maria live either online or on DAB in selected regions of the UK. 
We'd love for you to call in live and be part of the conversation. See our website, radiomariaengland.uk, for more details and a full schedule of programmes. And do please consider making a donation so that we can keep making more programmes like this. We are completely dependent upon the generosity of our listeners.